Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 184. Today we're going to talk about the concept of playing to win versus not to lose. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor, first the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. And again, whether you're ordering a bat, glove, whatever it is, use that EFP20 discount. You're going to save 20% and help support the podcast at the same time as you're saving a bunch of money on a really good product. And also let's talk about patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. If you can help us, if you're in a position to become a patron, we're talking about five, 10 or $20 a month. We are sneaking up on breaking even. I know we keep talking about that. Now, we definitely need to cross over that threshold. So we need a handful more people to come on board and support the podcast. If you want us to be able to keep doing it, if you see value in what we're doing, go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. It'll all be explained to you there. And we definitely, definitely need more people to come on board so we can finally get over that, uh, get over that finish line. I was going to say, Tori, all those funds help with headphones, microphones. We've got computers that crash. We've got... Postage, think, shipping, yeah, t-shirts. Yeah, things mail and, yeah. and produce. So it's all for good things, and it's not just profit thing. We, yeah. We're well, doing this. I know we've, we've yeah. said this a bunch of times, but the first dollar you and I make off of the podcast will be the first dollar. <laughs> we'll go celebrate. Right. You know, know. We, we are, and, and honestly, now we're so far in the red from all those months that we were dying that it's going to take us a whole bunch of months of uh, making a profit to start whittling that down. But that's so, a whole other so discussion. So each, each $5 contribution helps. Like any other crowdfunding thing, if a lot of people do a little, it makes a big, big difference. Yeah. All right, so down the idea of play to win. This is something you hear all the time, you know, when you're watching games on TV, whatever the sport is. It's a real thing. It, it is definitely a real thing. And here's the team that is sort of my fast-pitch college softball example of this. I watched... Florida State and Clemson play. Clemson had uh, a really good record. They were something like 38 and 1 heading into the series. Florida State was something like 30 and 8 or 30 and 7 or you know they had 7 or 8 9 losses something Very like nice that on the season, but still a yep. great record. And Florida State went into Clemson and won all 3 games. And now all 3 were, you know, hard-fought competitive games. A couple of the scores got a little bit lopsided at the end, but it was, you know, still 0-0 zero, zero, one to 1-0. One, you know, late Throughout into the game. the game. And Florida State is now my poster child, my example of a team that we can look at that definitely plays to win versus not to lose. And that's something I want our, our listeners to kind of pay attention to because there's a big difference in my mind between playing to win versus playing not to lose or coaching to win versus coaching not to lose. And the mindset that goes along with both of those is something I think we have to really be thinking about and paying attention to. Now, before we get into some of the specifics about why Florida State is my poster child for this discussion today, yes, I get it. They are really, really talented. They have a bunch of really, really talented players. 
Coach Alameda is rock solid. She's got absolute job security. Last year when Texas A&M opened their position, she was the target. That was the person that they really wanted to hire to, you know, to lead their program. Texas A&M tried throwing a ton of money and everything else you can possibly imagine to, to make that happen. Florida State went over the top and made sure that they kept their coach because they know how special she is. So nice, you know, she's got yeah. absolute job security. You know, it's, it's a really safe situation for, for them to be in as, as players and coaches. But having said that, here's why they are the example. When you watch them play, and I've had the good fortune now, they've been on TV, I think I've seen them seven or eight times this year. They have challenged themselves. You know, they played in that uh, preseason, early season uh, tournament uh, down in uh, Clearwater. Deep waters yeah. there. Uh, they yeah. they made a special trip and played a series at Oklahoma State. While they were at Oklahoma State, they just took a little side trip over and played a game against Oklahoma. You know, they've played like a murderer's row of tough competition. And again, now I, I understand their circumstances are a little bit different, but an awful lot of teams avoid that. They don't sure. put together a schedule where they know they're going to be playing basically everybody that they could possibly play come college World Series time. You know, they they are banking on the idea that they're going to be in Oklahoma City. They're banking on the idea that they're going to have to play Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and UCLA and those kinds of schools again if they want to, you know, complete their ultimate goal of winning a national championship. So just in what they're doing with their schedule, they are playing to win, making not things making easy. things easy. They're, they are challenging their players. They are putting them in the pressure cooker. They are you know, putting them under that intense pressure of you're going. You're either going to be good enough or you're not. Right. Yeah. But they get used to playing at a really high level. They get used to playing with a lot on the line. They get used to playing where the, the game swings in the balance on any particular play throughout the course of the game. So they get comfortable with it. They're used to it. And they're out there playing to beat Oklahoma. They're not out there hoping they don't get run ruled. They're not out there hoping that they can stay in the game or make a good showing. They're not out there playing Oklahoma State hoping that, well, maybe we can you know get one game out of this series. They're out there. Felt tough times. Right. Yeah. Because they've challenging moments. They, they've been challenged already. Mm-hmm. So when they see those same teams now come college World Series time, they're going to be ready for it. But here's the example of why watching them on TV tells me that they are out there playing to win. And this is something that I admire more than I can put into word. They play the game like they expect to do good things. They dive for balls when common sense says maybe you shouldn't. They try to make plays when a more cautious or more conservative team wouldn't. So perfect example. First game of the series, there was a ball that got hit that one of their outfielders made an all-out effort to try to catch. She didn't catch it, and it rolled to the fence for a triple. And, of course, the commentators were you know, going back and forth about the, you know, the safety of that, the, you know, a double you know, only. What, and, what should yeah. she have done? How could she have done it differently? Basically kind of circling around the idea that, well, if she had played it safe, it would have been a single. But because she went all out trying to catch it, she turned it into a triple. Okay, so for that one particular play, it looks like she did something wrong because she turned what could have been a single into a triple. Well, in last night's game, guess what happened? The exact same player, exact same kind of play, going all out to make a catch, catches this one. Now, nobody's on base. Right, nobody scores because I think it was the third out in a a situation where I think Clemson had runners at second and third when the ball got hit. 
So again, the exact same situation, exact same kind of thing, play it safe and let them get one run, but make sure they don't get two or go all out knowing that if, if you don't make this play, she's standing at third and everybody scores. Well, because they play to win, they go after both of those balls. They don't right. catch one, but because they're good with and happy with and will do whatever it takes to go after that one, they'll go after the next one. Even though the stakes are high and the risk is there and, and something bad could happen, they're not playing like, oh my God, what could go wrong? They're playing like, we expect to make something happen. In the game last night, there's a runner for Clemson at first base, takes a pretty big lead, and catcher sees that she's got a chance to pick her off. She makes a throw. She makes a throw that's a little bit offline. It goes all the way down in the corner. Well, the girl scores from first. And of course, you know, oh my gosh, you know, she, you know, she scored. They didn't even have to hit the ball. You know, that's, you know, that's putting so much pressure on your team. I can't believe you, know, you would do that. You know, just play it safe. There's no reason to take that chance. Well, again, now it didn't happen in last night's game, but I will bet you a million dollars that Sometime between now and the end of this season, whether it's in the regionals or the super regionals or the women's college world series, that catcher is going to make that exact same throw. He's going to pick that runner off, get him and, out of tough inning, right, and and stop the momentum. You know, break a rally. You know, you know, end the game, whatever it is, and then everybody's going to be like, "Oh my gosh, that's so great that they play so aggressively." Well, the reason they play so aggressively again because they're playing to win. When she makes that throw. Every time she throws it, she thinks it's going to work. And she isn't thinking about, oh my gosh, if I throw it away and it goes all the way down in the corner, this fast girl's going to score. Let her get bigger leads, bigger leads, right. bigger leads. And to me, so that's our, the, the moral to the story and, and why Florida State is the example. If Lonnie Alameda was over there in the dugout screaming at every one of her players when it goes wrong and then patting them on the back and telling them how great it is when it goes right, they're going to become more and more conservative, more and more afraid to mess up, more and more afraid of something bad happening. And they're going to start to play the game not to lose instead of what they're doing now, which is playing to win. To me, Tori, too, when you say that, I mean, I think back to, to games that we played and it's just, it's almost like a, an atmosphere that's created. And like you're saying, whether it comes from the coaches or whether it comes from the situation with the players, you can feel the tightness. When you're tight, you're not going to play right. well. You're going to second guess decisions you're gonna be reserved you're gonna do all the things you were just describing and it's kind of when it's happening you can feel it around you and and it's a it's really definitely a thing right and and i think like you're saying right now to create the environment as a coach where we can go out there and let them be loose let them play let them make mistakes because those mistakes will become fewer and fewer as they get better and better at it. And they're right. not going to get better at it if they're not doing it. Right. One, yeah. And you know, one of the things to me that is, is so crucial in this discussion is we want our players to learn how to trust themselves, how to have confidence, how to believe that they can do special things. You know, when we think about you know, what's one of the reasons we want our kids to be involved in athletics, whether it's softball or whatever sport, is it's a fairly risk-free way for them to find out how amazing they really are. You know, I mean, if, if you lose a softball game, so what? But if you do something amazing in softball, it makes you think you're amazing at a lot of things. And you'll try. And you'll try more amazing things, things yeah. right? Or you can spend your whole life, well, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to settle back. I'm going to, you know. I don't you know, want to make a mistake. So yeah. if I don't do something, I can't make a mistake. Outfield is a, as an example. I'm going to play really deep to make sure they never hit it over my head. Well, okay, then I'm going to watch hundreds of balls land in front of me. So I'm going to turn, 
you know, hundreds of balls over the course of a season in that might be, turn should be, hits. probably could be outs. I'm going to turn them into hits. Well, how many times is the ball going to get hit over my head? The only time it ever gets hit over my head is it's when it goes over the fence. Home run, yeah. Because there's no room between me and the fence, so it's not getting over my head. Well, it's safe, it's conservative, but it's not much fun, and it doesn't you know scream confidence versus that outfielder that's like, I'm going to sneak in an extra five feet shallower because I'm going to take away every short ball you hit, and I have confidence that you've hit, if you hit it over my head, I'm going to go get it. Right. And just that, you know, little bit of a difference, you know, just when you say it and think about it, it's so empowering. And so for us as coaches, here's our real moral to the story. If we want our players to be great, we got to let them risk. If there's no risk, there's no thrill. There's no greatness. There's nothing special going to happen. If we are afraid of risk, we're going to limit the payoff. To me, that's the thing that we have to change. So from a coach's perspective, I think more and more we need to spend less time worrying about, well, we might lose a game. Well, yeah, we might lose a game, but we might gain a championship or we might gain a whole bunch of wins later on, or we might gain a player that does something amazing in her real life because she learned to be fearless and, and, and to play life to win. If we want them to you know, be great softball players, playing to win is a pretty good strategy. Well, if we want to be happy people, guess what? Playing life to win is a pretty good strategy. If I spend my whole life going, well, I'm not going to invest in that. I might lose money. Well, I'm not going to try for that new job because I might not get it. I'm not going to ask out that really pretty girl because she might say no or whatever it is. I mean, my whole life's going to be you know, safe and, and conservative, but it's not going to be all, all that much fun. We may miss out. Right. So you know, if, if we're willing to dare a little bit, to, to risk a little bit, something great could really happen. And so playing to win is not just a saying, it's a thing. It is an absolute feeling. It is tangible. It is real. Every team that does it is a lot more fun to be around. For all of you, if you have not watched Florida State, if you go back on like ESPN+, Plus, a whole bunch of their games are in the archives. You can watch them you know, in these games, and you're going to see the same thing over and over again. They do make mistakes. They are not perfect. They, you know, they do throw the ball away. They do dive for a ball and not catch it. But they play the game like they expect they're going to do something great every single time they try it. And because of that, guess what? They got a chance to. And, and they're doing some great yeah. stuff. And again, I know they're really talented. But they could look like a really average team if they were out there playing scared. And scared equals not to lose. So... There's something for you to think about. That's going to wrap up episode number 184. If you have ideas, suggestions, thoughts you want us to share, make sure you reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. Make sure you support Anderson Bat Company. Please become a patron if you can. Patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Go to the fastpitchprep.com website, order your Square Cuts training discs. They're $49.95 a dozen, and we'll get them shipped out to you right away. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Torrey saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.